What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. To those of you listening, it's great to have you here. And today on the show, we have Mariah. Hi, Mariah. I'm so happy you're here because you are just like, you are something else in the best possible way, you know? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, I just, I love, oh my gosh, you guys right now, you need to go find her on social media so you can start getting in her vibe and know what I mean. Um, you're embodied.wealth on Instagram, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's just, she's a whole vibe and I can't wait to dive in. She's just got such a blend of different modalities of Kundalini yoga, Reiki, she, uh, using sound is like a huge thing. That's like a big part of what she does, uh, her creativity, all the things. And she's done so many incredible things. Like I um, have known you actually like known you online, not in real life yeah. for quite a few years. Um, and then we kind of more closely connected when you joined Soulful Business Academy and seeing like everything that you've been creating and the direction that you've been taking your business in. You have an Oracle card deck. There's just like so many cool things that you're creating right now. I'm so excited to dive into this, but um, I guess like your title would be an intuitive business coach and Reiki master teacher, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but why don't you introduce yourself on a little bit more of a, um, like, let's get to know you level. All right. So I was, I would say I was like a fairy energy child. (laughs) Um, I latched on to my childhood. Like I would be like, let's watch cartoons with my seven-year-old sister, like 14, 15 year old. Cause I was like, I'm not going to be an adult. (laughs) It's not happening today. (laughs) I felt, I felt the magic of existence. I felt the lucidness of our experience and how there isn't really time until we put time around the things until we start wrapping it around things Mm. so you know when we have to make the jump and do the adult quote-unquote things you know I went to school and I was like painfully shy because no one understood the magic so I just kept to myself because it didn't feel like anything that I said resonated with other humans Mm -hmm. so I would just dive into my creative work so I was like like crazy insane with just doing takes and doing takes of all these like different drawings and now like looking what I'm drawing now it's very similar to what I was drawing as a child but I didn't understand what it was for and I was like a mini entrepreneur (laughs) so in grade five like one of my friends had all these like stretchy bands and I made designs of like little bracelets mm-hmm. and I was selling those for 25 a pop wow. <laughs> and, and the demand was so high that I needed to have employees and my dad worked for the gum factory at the time so he would get like loads of free gum so I was just like all right no overhead so I would pay my employees in gum I'm 10 years old at this point <laughs> <laughs> that is so incredible 
<laughs> so um, I pay them in gum. They make the designs that I want, and then I sell them for 25 cents. So I'm doing good. I can buy all the chocolate bars I ever want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, um, then I ran out of supply, so then I couldn't make them anymore. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, fast forward, I don't know, I think it was probably like a couple months, and I was like, well, we need to get together here because I need to get some cash on me. <laughs> <laughs> so um then I was like really into fashion like obsessed so for some reason the people in my class decided that yeah that sounds like a great idea Mariah's gonna draw all these cool things and then when I'm an adult she's gonna make it for me and but I'm gonna pay her now as an advance so they would pay me <laughs> to do these little drawings and I'll give them the drawings and again the demand went so large that I need to hire employees. So I had like five or six humans and I was like, here's the design that I want and then draw it. And <laughs> this is my first experience of like having um like politics in the business situation. Wow. Business. Um so I got overthrown because apparently I was too bossy and my best friend took over <laughs> <the movie. laughs> I had this all documented all documented in my notebooks. <laughs> I love this. Um, so I got kicked out and then I was just like, okay, we need to take a break from running a business for a while. <laughs> so and how old are you here? Like still 10? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love this. Hey, I was actually like pretty, pretty out there at 10 years old as well. When I was 10, I was in a band called the Sweet Strawberries. <laughs> and um, we literally went to our school principal and we're like, um, we're in a band and we're going to be super famous. So we're going to do a concert for the school. Can you please gather everyone at lunchtime for a concert? And they did. And we <laughs> performed a concert in front of our school. <laughs> and I also made, you know, do you remember those? Um, uh, I don't know what they're called now, but people made them into like key rings and stuff. And it's like, were you like, weave beads in a particular way and they make shapes of like lizards or whatever yeah yeah like I made those and I um went to like the local hair salon in our town and I was like could you please sell these for me and they did (laughs) it was yeah I was quite entrepreneurial at that age too actually (laughs) funny and then fast forward I was probably like 18 and I was working seven days a week as a waitress underage and mm. <laughs> um and I was yeah I was when I was like grade 12 and I was working and then I was just like we need to get some money together because I I wanted to move to Newfoundland mm-hmm. so but I had to pay for it so then I was working a lot and then I started my own painting company so I was doing murals and stuff on people's walls and they would pay for the paint and I would get paid hundreds of dollars to do the thing and I was like whoa this is like a thing I can actually do like I just have to be creative and show up and so that was like my first taste of like real money as like you know a 17 18 year old (laughs) yeah Um, getting paid for my work so then if you like you know fast forward I went to business school and then I dropped everything like I was just like no business not doing that loss of my life out of like a couple relationships not high vibe at all and I got the call to move to Halifax so then I'm here (laughs) and that was in 2016 and where um, were you living before that uh Newfoundland oh okay yeah so you were in Newfoundland at that point and then I moved to Newfoundland I lived there for four years and went to school and yeah then I moved to Halifax and that's when I started my whole like 
Reiki journey. Yeah. <laughs> and that like the first attunement literally changed my life because that was my first opening again back to the magic that I lost. Oh, so, wow. Like, whatever I have to do to like keep this going. And I don't even care if it doesn't make sense to anyone. This is where I feel home. So, yeah. you know, when you get attunement, you have to balance whole world in this three existence and all the things um so then I realized once I came into my level two that there's a way to um have a business that is sacred and isn't um the way that I perceived it as the time of just taking from people mm-hmm. and it's more like a giving to people and then yeah that exchange started to happen and you know like when I made the big like all right we're changing our title and we're gonna own everything that we are and not just try to keep ourselves in a box because that's what makes people comfortable yeah once I changed that narrative and like you know unveiled that I did graphic design and websites and I did coaching and way in the back hermiting (laughs) then that's when like my whole business exploded because it it was I just felt like I was being an example for all the people that I have attuned and the people that I work with through Reiki because all of my Reiki Reiki clients for the last couple of years has just been entrepreneurs. So it's obviously that's what I'm supposed to do, but I was just, you know, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's amazing. Um, I'm actually Reiki level two as well. And I agree. Like the attunements were like getting the whole Reiki certification was a huge deal for me. Cause that was before I was really like aware of my spiritual gifts, I guess you could say. And um, yeah, it was like similar to what you said about how you like remembered all the magic that you've always seen for me. It was like, I finally had like, see, I knew this stuff was real, you know, like it was kind of like that vibe for me (laughs) in terms of energy. And I remember when I first started like doing Reiki on myself and then firstly on others, that's when I would like start getting like intuitive messages and I'd be like too shy to say anything, but then I'd be like, um, so I saw this and they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's spot on this and this and this. And I'd be like, oh, oh my gosh. And it was like, yeah, it was the coolest experience for me. <laughs> and it just, I find that's what the world needs yeah. so much because there's obviously like the, the vortex that we've created for our own businesses and the people that we're connecting with and operating with. Yeah. There's a whole other bubbles and vortexes outside of what we're experiencing where they have no idea whatsoever yeah. and they're being drawn to our spaces. So now that I've like grown my business, it's just like, I'm trying to make things, I'm trying to make energy tangible in the way that I teach it so that people that are in it, it's like juicy and fun and you know, it's very exploratory and, they, and they're growing and advancing, but it's also like good to digest for the people that are just starting their journeys as well. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. So um, talk to me a little bit about uh, the sound magic that I've seen you like talking all about <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it's exploding all over the internet. Um, really though. <laughs> I know. Um, so so I'm a Reiki master teacher, so I've been doing attunements, and I did nine level two attunements, and oh my god, like, <laughs> I needed the moment after that, yeah. and um, I was, like, I don't know, it was probably, like, 20 minutes after I did, after the round of nine attunements, and I just laid in the grass, and then all of a sudden, I could just see, like, I could see the intricate connection between sound, and images, and symbols, and animals, and just the echoes that happens in the hum of the earth, like everything just made sense. And I was just like, oh, 
okay <laughs> so then because of that like that new knowing that came in it was like a new knowing but also I knew that I knew it yeah. when I was a child but I didn't know how to like connect it mm -hmm. so now I'm in the space where if I can see sound then I can make everything more intentional because we are intuitive beings so we get pulled to certain places but if you can see the the coding the melody the pattern that's wrapped around everything because everything has its own symbols mm -hmm. um, then everything can be more intentional so all the art that I put out all the sounds that I put out all of the things that I put out they're all wrapped around a certain melody this casing that I can see as symbols within the space so every time someone sees like a, a certain image I intentionally put certain coding symbols that have a certain sound frequency so it does a certain thing for their space so wow. now I'm moving through this next cavern of my life where that's what I'm teaching other people to do because it's like it's great that we have this intuitive knowing pulling through but now we can be even more intentional with it because we can see the foundation of what everything is made of and mm. that's frequency and sound yeah oh my gosh that's so cool so um I've heard I saw you talking about this on a post a little bit like is a lot of what you're kind of like channeling through is that like the light language um stuff or yeah, where does that come into it so the, the, it's kind of like a mixture of um, light language to so the, the language that activates certain parts in our DNA. And then I'm also pulling in, it's kind of like an underworld, but not in like a dark way, just like where my ancestors hang out, um, the dimensions below. So I'm connecting to very earthy, magical stuff. So they give me sounds that I pull up through mm -hmm. light language, pull down. Um, and then there's also um, energies that I pull from different, um, like ancient plants that have given me frequencies just by like intention so mm -hmm. i can pull in certain symbols in healing modalities from the different plants around me so it's kind of a mixture of three different types of languages i guess you could say that wow. are being pulled through from my from my healing work wow that is so incredible so um with everything that you do um and like you have such a it is like ethereal yet grounded in the weirdest way you know what I mean like it is yes. like so of the earth but it is also like so um outwardly to the human mind if that makes sense yeah um and there's there's so much healing that can be done in this space there's so much um manifestation there's like so many powerful things that can happen and I love as well how you said that you're using this to create a foundation for people to be entrepreneurs and to be in business but have this really like um powerful spiritual aspect as the foundation for what they do um with if like i'm curious if something comes to mind that you would want to share with the audience in terms of like some something that uh is a practice they can do or something they can dive into if they want to kind of like explore these different things for themselves um yeah so what like the obviously when we get certain downloads it's like we we have intention of like we, i felt like something big was coming through so and this is the whole thing sound was a big thing and in order to support that intention to support the manifestation that's moving through like you're going to see that there's other things around you that are going to make you capable of holding that intention for long times and maintaining it because that's one of the massive biggest things for most people is like you'll have this beautiful experience but then you won't be able to maintain it long term right so the thing that's coming for me that is like i need to be like an exquisite dancer <laughs> and be able to um because it's just like we can channel sound and all the things through hand movements through the actual tones and through images mm -hmm. so for people that are trying to tap into this next 
level of seeing it's like you have to really activate all of the bodies and there has to be the next level of confidence in the way that you're giving the energy so we have to think wow. of giving the energy is like i'm giving my movement like i'm giving my hand motions i'm giving my sound i'm giving my symbols so if you are like really good at the voice piece and then look at what other parts of your existence are not at the same caliber because and if everything is sort of working together then it just becomes this like symphony of movement and then it makes all of your posts all of your content really potent and then mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about finding a client because it's just like it's echoing so potently that it just it just it is what it is yeah okay i really like this because i've talked a lot about before how like i really do believe that our authentic voice has a frequency and a vibration that um connects with our soul clients so to the point where um they might not even know why they're so drawn to work with you they just feel it you know and i feel like that frequency comes through written it comes through talking all the things um but I really like how you're taking this like so next level. It's like really the embodiment of pulling all of the pieces together, you know, because um, yeah, I guess like in our most like authentic and um, uh, I don't even really have the words for it, but in the space where we're the most us, you know, when you're the most you, and by the way, Milo's here, if you hear some squeaking, <laughs> so everyone, Milo's here again. Um, it seems to be the theme on all the podcast episodes now. <laughs> he's becoming a regular um it's like uh oh my gosh i don't even remember what i was saying now but it's yeah when you're the most you then that's when you're most in alignment quote unquote and the most receptive and the most magnetic because that's when your true soul essence like the effortlessness and the innate abundance and the innate all the things can really just um, resonate out into the world mm -hmm. yeah i find like because some, like some, most of my clients uh, have their Reiki, and that's one of the things that's been massive for me is blending everything. So everyone that's in my like my high level coaching or my masterminds, they get access to all my courses and all. So it's just like they get those downloads, they get that under imagery and and symbols, and I find like making the like making sound, making energy tangible, because that's what you're doing is just making energy tangible in front of you. Then you don't have any like confusion on how you're actually operating or moving because everything becomes that next level intention of like I've just downloaded this entire melody of sound through symbols and encoded on my post. Like there's no way this is not gonna hit someone. <laughs> like you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. So it's like. I, I'm like so curious about this on a deeper level, but, but it's like, so you're literally like tapping into a frequency and a melody, like you're, you're hearing the sound and then you're able to visually like, cause when you say that you're like coding these into your posts, is it, cause I know you um, post images that have like drawings, et cetera, and like specific colors. Is it that, or is it even just like the coding behind the words that you're writing? It's both. So it's, yeah. The, so the actual symbols that you're seeing on those on like the direct on the elephant on the kind of stuff those are like specific symbols certain frequencies that are bended in it and because like the symbols emanate certain frequencies so just think of like every image of every symbol that's in an image they all connect together and create a sound here or a melody a song so everything has a song and yeah like my like my mission is to help people understand that they can download and move their melody through because our 
the melody that's running through everyone that has obviously a specific frequency, but it's like we need to be able to tap into all the alternates and different dimensions of ourselves, past lives, because that melody runs through all of those lives. And if you can bring it very potently into this experience right now, then that's when we can make the magic. Oh my gosh, yeah. And this is like almost like wanting me to go down. Want, I'm, oh my gosh, words. I almost want to go down this like whole other rabbit hole of time because that's where this idea of like all the, like the past lives, the um, ancestral line, the future potential, the soul, like all of these things, they all make a difference. They are all like, they all have an impact on our now moment. Um, especially because time is such an illusion. Like we as humans see time linearly, but really all of these things are happening essentially at the same time. Like they exist all at the same time and it's such a mind fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I, um, have just like done a course on reading the Kashik records. Mm. Um, and the Amy who's a past client of mine who was running the course like she spoke a lot about um those like interdimensional things and it's so freaking cool I like get so excited about that kind of stuff it's like nerdy in a spiritual way you know yes it totally is (laughs) (laughs) I love it well is there anything else that you like really want to share? Like, cause I, I love your like playful spirit as well. And I, 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 now that I'm hearing you like share this story in this way, like it's making sense how like all the different parts of you, like the playfulness, the just getting out in nature. Like when I asked you before we started recording, I'm like, what'd you do this morning? You're like, I rolled around in the grass. <laughs> like, I love that. And I, and I think that's like, so, there's so much beauty in that. And, um, that like part of you that didn't want to lose the magic of being a child is just like so alive and it's so impactful now. And I feel like all of us can use a little bit of that medicine, you know, to remember that the, the like idea that we need to be serious in a particular way, the idea that we need to like uh, perform to specific like societal standards around things is so BS. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we actually like, we can just have fun and enjoy ourselves and all the things I think you're such a great example of that. Um, and on that note, I'm wondering if there's anything else that you feel like really um, called to share more about or anything that you feel like would be really powerful for the audience to hear. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm just made like this massive transition because I used like, I was doing all the things like, you know, I was in my, I had like running my two businesses, completing a different one. I was running like, I was doing like three contracts for nonprofits doing graphic design i was like full tilt blocked full and but where my where my fun would happen was doing my like 100 percent do my own thing so i've like finished all the contracts um so now it's like i have so much space and literally my job is to roll around in the grass do yoga <laughs> do some singing chanting make sure my ipad's there download the stuff then make a post and then run the course or like literally that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. And like, I feel, I feel so much more um, connected to who I am, to who I am by having all the space because my, my energy is naturally very masculine in the way that I do things. Mm-hmm. And the space has allowed a lot more softness and the softness is really required in order for, to do the the downloading of that caliber and seeing the sound because it's kind of like it's like this loomy space that you have to be in for periods of time in order to tap into there. Mm-hmm. 
um, like my note for the people that are listening right now is like, how much nurturing are you actually like say you're doing and how much you're actually doing? <laughs> and like, are you saying that you're experiencing the softness or do you really know what the softness really means? Cause I thought I knew what the softness was until I had all this space. And a lot of people are afraid of having so much space because they're going to feel like they need to fill it with something or they're not doing enough. And it's like, no, you are doing enough. And it's like, all you have to do is you should be able to just connect download the thing and make something brilliant it doesn't have to take three months 24 hours a day to make something magical you just need to be present in that moment i love that and i love how you um like called that out as well because i think that's such a big thing like how much are you do you like think you're doing or say you're doing (laughs) how much are you actually doing because um i think like with anything that's a really really powerful habit or um uh habit yeah sure that's the word we'll use um it's like we have to like make um make that a priority in our life you know like it's how much we um prioritize that on a day-to-day basis not just when we feel like it not just when we remember not just when it seems convenient um if we really want the transformation of that we have to really prioritize it in our life Mm -hmm. i love it and I feel like there's different layers of that where it's like, okay, so I'm going to make sure that three hours a day I just by myself and do my yoga and do it. Yeah, but there's like also this, like this has to be a depth to it. It's yeah. not like I scheduled it in so I'm going to show up. <laughs> it's like you actually, like we want to want to, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, and then at the same time as well, it's also about like being able to give ourselves grace sometimes, you know? And I think that's where... I think exactly what you're saying, the point that you're making is like, there's a difference between just doing things, but kind of having it be embodied in who we are. So it's like, we naturally want to do it. It naturally comes out of, um, out in who we are, whether or not we're sticking to some sort of practice or routine. Right. Yeah. And it's mm. been like a major shift for me recently. Cause I've noticed like since January, once they like started doing like workshops and all the things, um, like obviously most of my clientele are women and I've never felt comfortable in like a group of mm-hmm. women for some reason. And I was like, that's weird. Why, do, why is that a thing? Like once I'm in it, I'm fine. But the first initial thought was like, mm, not sure about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's because um, like just the way that I grew up was I, w- I have an older sister and a younger sister. So like we were close and doing all the things, but I think like I was bullied a lot from females when I was growing up right. and like I was probably like me and my sister were probably the only colored humans so like we kept to ourselves and it wasn't like it, it didn't seem like there was no dynamic experiences with other females when I was growing up except for like a few friends right and so like growing up and being in a space where it's like no I need to honor like the body and the way that I perceive myself as a female it's like how can I connect more to that and this whole like motherhood sort of energy being that neutral mother and caring for whatever creation babies cat babies <laughs> whatever yeah. space um it's like in order for me to like come into this space and be ready for that next step in a couple of years to actually be a mother I have to understand at a different level of what the feminine energy is mm. because there's this, there's this fear that I wrote in a poem it was like I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be um soft enough to care for my baby's wounds mm. wow so now that I like move into these new spaces it's like I'm starting to get what that means what it right. means to be, like that soft yeah and it's oh, not like, 
it is like a perfect balance because we need that you know the structure and all the things but that that womb energy that that fluidness of emotion is so important for the growth of yourself <laughs> but also the growth of the things that you're feeding because the business yeah. is a baby that you're feeding with emotion your creations are stuff that you're feeding with emotion obviously your children and your cats <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's so funny I so relate to that as well like I had this thing in my head as well before becoming a mom I was like oh I don't know I don't know if I'm like and not that I I wanted to be a mom and I like knew I could do it but it was like this um I like couldn't resonate with the energy of it if you know what I mean yeah to me now, though, I've realized, I mean, I've done a lot of work with my, like, um, feminine and masculine, and it's, like, I, I often talk, talk about, like, the learning and the pendulum swings. It's, like, where we're so far on one side, and then we learn about something, and then we go so far into that side, and then, <laughs> then we kind of find our middle, you know? Um, and I think that was, like, me. It was, like, I was so masculine in my energy around my work, and that leaked into other areas of my life because I thought that's what I needed to do. Um, that when I finally started learning about the magic of the feminine, then I went like so far into that space. And I mean, it was great. There was like a lot of amazing things happening from that, but then it's like being able to find that middle where I can like be fully in that trust of being able to be so soft and so intuitive and so just like playing and dancing with that energy while also having the trust and knowing this of the, the stability that's going to come from the masculine actually like actioning and supporting those things yeah um but yeah it's been for me like becoming a mom has been the coolest thing like I I, I feel like a big part of why I didn't resonate with mom is because I always put it outside of myself but then when now that I actually am a mom it's like I don't I, I didn't actually feel like a shift in my identity which is really interesting it feels more like an evolution and it's yeah it's hard for me to explain but um I think the awareness, you know, it's just like the awareness of our growth. Anyway, I'm rambling now, but it's very cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, and being a cat mom first obviously helped. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Amazing. Well, if people want to come hang out with you and learn more about what you do or work with you, like where can they connect with you? Um, so embodiedwealth.ca, um, embodied.wealth on the Instagram. I do a lot of stuff on my personal page on Facebook, so Mariah Pelly Smith. Um, Mariah on YouTube. <laughs> Love it. Well, um, the links will be down in the um, show notes as well, of course. But definitely, if you enjoyed this episode or if you had like a major aha takeaway from it, I would love for you to screenshot the episode and put it on your story and tag both Mariah and myself, Mariah at embodied.wealth and myself at Viola Hug. And um, yeah, we would love to hear from you, hear how, it, um, how you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for your time today, Mariah, and sharing your magic. Thank you for having me on. It was a time. Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll catch you later. And everyone listening, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Yeah.